Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Hello, Dr. Berg here. In this video, we're going to talk about how to lower cortisol. Cortisol is a very destructive hormone. It's a stress hormone. It makes belly fat. And um, there's a lot of theories and, and mixed, confusing ideas about cortisol. But I'm going to show you what is known uh, about cortisol as far as how to lower it, um, things that you can do, things that you can avoid. Um, again, it's made by the outside of the adrenal gland on top of the kidney, and it's, it reacts to stress. So as you age, um, the opposing hormone called growth hormone, this is anti-aging, goes down. It bottoms out at age 50. So in other words, the relative ratio of low um, growth hormone to cortisol, cortisol naturally goes higher because it's unopposed. It has nothing to push it down. So growth, anything that increases growth hormone will help lower cortisol. So growth hormone is uh, made by a gland, your pituitary gland, and it works with the liver. And guess what? It activates during sleep. So if you can get more sleep or do something to improve your sleep, then you will help yourself lower cortisol, whatever that means. More sleep, but not necessarily taking a drug, but doing it naturally. More sleep, more growth hormone, less cortisol. Okay, that's number one. Number two, um, IGF, what's IGF? Insulin-like growth factor. What is that? That is a hormone that is very similar to growth hormone, but it, it's produced by your liver. So it, it's released by the liver and it regulates fat burning and it actually helps regulate blood sugars when you're not eating. So insulin regulates sugar when you're eating, IGF regulates sugars when you're not eating and primarily when you're sleeping. So if you're just grazing all day, eating all day long, and never give your body a chance not to eat, then you will not trigger growth hormone unless you're sleeping really good. So I recommend do two to three meals a day if you really want to stimulate this and not have too many snacks. And you'll find that your growth, your IGF will go up because anything that increases growth hormone will also increase this one here. So these kind of work together right here. All right. Number three, sun, getting sun on a regular basis. That's very, very, very powerful to lower cortisol. You know, you go to the beach, you get sun and you feel calmer and then you take a nap. Sleep and sun lower cortisol. So really what you need to do is go on, go to the beach for about six months and get sun and sleep, sun and sleep. And then I'm just kidding if you can do that. Um, so we have sun and sleep and then vitamin D will also help as well. Um, I've done other videos on this, but you need to get D3. D3 is really good to help lower uh, cortisol, but realize that um, when you take it, um, get it in daily dosages of about 10,000 international units. If you're getting about 15 to 20 minutes of sun every day, you don't need vitamin D because you're going to get it from the sun. But in the days that it's cloudy, take the D3. One 10,000 IUs, but make sure you're taking vitamin K2 with it. I created a video on that. I'll put a link down below because you need to get the full scoop of what to take 
if you're taking that much vitamin D, just to balance it out. All right, walking is way better than any type of exercise to lower cortisol. Long walks, getting space, very therapeutic. Acupressure, that's one thing I do. I found that all stress accumulates and you have to extract the stress manually uh, on the body. So there is techniques to help pull the stress out of your body so your body can sleep up here. So we do acupressure to increase the sleep. Okay, potassium, increase your potassium. Normally in your body you need 4,700 milligrams a day. That's seven to 10 cups of salad a day. This will help to balance cortisol as well because potassium supports part of the nervous system that helps recovery. It's called the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, that's like, that opposes the flight or fight mechanism. That's the anti-cortisol thing. So potassium is very, very good. And there's also another thing, vitamin B1, very important. Make sure you get your B1 through nutritional yeast, not synthetic vitamins. Uh, nutritional yeast is a natural form of B1. And take a teaspoon or a tablespoon, put it in some plain kefir or yogurt, mix it all up a little bit, and then eat it. If you don't like the taste, put in peanut butter, something like that, applesauce. But B1 is a very, 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 very good thing. And, okay, I thought of another one. Calcium. A little calcium before bed. Calcium citrate, calcium lactate. Don't consume calcium carbonate. That's a very bad one, but calcium will also help before bed. It'll help you sleep. That's really, really beneficial to help that. Now, things to avoid. Well, of course, these are the things that you can do. These things you shouldn't do, and that would be, you know, hang out with uh, stressful people, people that bring you down. There's two types of people, people that bring you up and people that bring you down. Just avoid those negative covert, hostile people, and uh, that's important. So basically, this is about changing your environment with people, and just mainly people, uh, whether it's a um, stressful environment that you live in, uh, job-wise or whatever, just keep improving that because that can severely affect your, your general state of being and the cortisol. Because if you're living in an environment that's constantly stressful, you're gonna have a heck of a time with this right here. Okay, so that's how you lower cortisol.